Hey, welcome back, everyone, to your favorite video game podcast, the Chips and Bits podcast. I am your host this month, Matthew Anderson. And with me, as always, Kenny Myers. There he is. Hi. We're, we're back. It's uh, it's March. I mean, technically, it's February. But by the time you're listening to this, it would very well be March, which is a perfect, perfect, I might add, segue for me to remind uh, everyone that we're actually on video right now. You might not be watching us on video. You might only be listening to the podcast per the usual, but you could be watching us on video because now we do video podcasts because we're, we're idiots. Um, furthermore, this is actually our second live stream. So even if you're watching this video, you might not even be watching the live stream video. You might be watching the post video that came after the live stream. But for our very special patrons, they get to see the sausage get made live in the factory with Matt and Kenny. You can see my increasingly annoyed face as this very boring intro continues as it moves along. Um, I only have two more things, but they're one of them is really cool. Cool. As long as it's really cool. Second to last, uh, this will be the second uh, of three reminders that I have for myself to um, actually wait. You know what? Scratch this. I don't need to do this reminder because everybody already covered their tears. This intro is going to get even better. Um. Kenny, guess Called what? being prepared. That's what I love about this podcast. Guess what, Kenny? What's up? We have to do a shout out. Yeah. Who's <laughs> shouting out? We are shouting out one of our out very... To our, our loyal and... Uh, yes. Some, some might say foolish, but not me. Supporters. Yes. We, uh, this month, we want to give a very special shout out to Kevin. Kevin S. For being one of our patrons, uh, a longtime supporter. A, uh, we'll call him a friend. He's a friend, friend of the show. And unbelievably and handsome, obviously. Definitely. Super handsome. One of the yep. most handsome. Uh, mm-hmm. We're happy to have your support. Uh, we're happy to do the shout out. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah, and with that, we'll get right into it. This month, we are talking about Ghost of Tsushima. And it might be a bark murder. Welcome back from that amazingly timed intro. It's almost like we have our very own audio producer now these days, Kenny. I haven't quite got the transition, scene transition yet. So you started talking and it was still showing the image. But, uh, you know, it's a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and I can't see any which way or another. So you have no idea what's going on. We should probably fix that. But looked great. You know. Um. So uh, I'm going to do my best to follow my typical mo here and that is when i do the intros i kind of like to throw it over to you first um even though i really really everything in my every ounce of my body is telling me to just take over the podcast here and and gush about ghost of tsushima but uh kenny why don't we start with sort of what's top of mind for you uh well lately i've been thinking about the future my children are facing with covid and the environment and uh, how about when you think about video economy. games, like specifically oh, Ghost of Tsushima, the one we're podcasting about this month? What comes you know top of mind for that? Sorry, particular? I was working on my vaudeville routine with you. It's going pretty well, I think. Uh, okay, so 
let's let's get to brass tacks, Matt. Let's. I did not enjoy Ghost of Tsushima. Can't wait to find out more. I did not enjoy Ghost of Tsushima, although it had almost, I would say, 90% of the elements that make a game enjoyable for me. The 10% was so bad that it became a chore to play the game. And what 10% specifically would you be referencing? Well, let's talk about the 90% first, and then we'll get to the 10%. No, let's talk about the 10%. No, no, no. Because I'm going to talk all about the 90%. Uh, First of all, We'll get into the ten percent. This is this is a outstanding looking game. This thing yeah. has style like pouring out of its you know Japanese pores. Like it, it's just beautiful. There's no game that looks like this uh, that I can think of. If you include things like how they start missions and like, uh, I mean, it's based off a lot of like old uh, samurai like. Kurosawa, uh, who did Seven Samurai, and Yojimbo, which I love those movies. Um, yeah. It's very much based off a lot of his work and style, um, with some modern, more modern conventions in it. It just looks really good. And then playing it on a, we played it on the PS5, so Matt and I got to play it at 4K60, which is phenomenal for a game Great. that's action-oriented like this. Um the combat is enjoyable. Uh, it's fun to fight. Uh, they don't have a targeting system like where you select who you attack, which you I found like a lock on. Yeah, like a lock on system, which I found irritating sometimes, but not enough. Like it was, it was just like every once in a while you go swing at some dude and like you don't mean to or yeah, yeah, and it and it sucks. Uh, my feeling about uh, uh, the the writing and the voice acting uh, is just just great, like so good. And normally that compels me so much to play games. Like I will go through like any sort of generic game as long as the story and the characters uh, are interesting, even if it, the gameplay is shitty. Uh, but Tsushima, its mission design that aren't main missions is really bad and really slow. What happens with most missions? I would say, uh, full disclosure, I, I did beat the game. I went through the entire first island and everything you do there. There's three, like, well, three sections of the island because yep. Tsushima is an island. Um, and it's set in field Japan, which is great. Um, and I did everything on the first island, including all the side missions, meeting the characters, because you essentially unlock character stories as you go along. Um, and then when I got to the second act, which is like the second section of the island, um, I, I did the first story with, with a, with a monk that I really liked. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then it was more of the same sort of mission. And I will explain the Tsushima side side mission design ethos, as well as a lot of other things that really bothered me in that regard, how they designed the world um, shortly. And then I turned the difficulty to essentially storyteller mode, which is easy mode. Like I just turned it all the way down from what I was playing at. 
Um, and then I just went through all the main missions until I finished. Cause that was about, that was Friday night. I was in, I started act two in Friday night. I finished the game Saturday night, probably in about four hours a piece on both sides. If you're just going through it without doing any of the side quests. Tsushima really wants you to take your time in a lot of sure things. Does. It really enjoys a lot of space and a lot of its stuff is really set up to sort of be, uh, just sort of be patient and peaceful. Like to mm-hmm. like there's haikus and, um, uh, which is like you sit and write a haiku, you chill in the tub, which you get to see that great ass, man. That yeah, guy really, every time. Every he's time. got a great butt. I'll tell you the main character. Uh, what's the main character's name again? Jen. Jen. Uh, great butt. I loved it. Um, and it just plays so slow. So here's my my impression of a side mission design uh, by Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. All right. So we have to explain what they're going to do. So they need to either get on their horse and uh, talk and have exposition for at least five minutes before they get to a generic-looking Mongol base or some generic-looking village where five to ten Mongols, depending on your difficulty, will uh, will then attack you. And then you'll look at the scene uh, and discover whether or not you have to like run around in circles looking for the most obscure, stupid shit, which eventually just leads to footprints that you then have to follow while more exposition goes on with the character you're with. Uh, and then you get to a final, even larger, but more generic um, uh, village, Mongol area, where you have to kill more Mongols or take over the base. Uh, and then it concludes, uh, I didn't finish any of the side quests. So, like, I didn't go all the way through the story. They each have, like, nine pieces. Some have four. Like, But I never finished a single one. And I'm sure the last mission was thrilling of some of those. Um they just like it takes forever to do anything in this game to sit like even to write a haiku it's just like it's slow it's really slow and by the like 10th haiku i'm just like i don't even get to write like the words i get to it's like choose your own adventure like it it's not it's boring it's boring open world gameplay and i think it's hilarious that you like it because the game that uh, the two games that remind me the most of Tsushima by far, just in like how they play, how their missions are set up and everything, uh, except there's more freedom in it, is Assassin's Creed, the modern incarnation of Assassin's Creed. Like they all play like that. They're all beautiful like that. And they all have the same thing. And there were so many follow missions in this game. Like almost every single mission is a follow mission. And that's the most obnoxious kind of mission. In the game, I don't even know what you mean by follow mission. Like a, a, you can't go to a location, and like you have to start with a character and follow them to get to the the location to play out. Like almost every single side mission, you're meeting someone and then following them to a location while they talk. You have to kind of go at their pace. You can run sort of, but you don't know where you're going. Uh, so, like, is really bad. There's too many, and it's too slow. And then it takes forever to get across the map. Like when you unlock, when you beat or unlock areas, you do unlock fast travel, which is great, but it takes 
so long to get from points on this thing. And that was a problem I had with Breath of the Wild. It's just like to get anywhere to do something while eventually you could unlock a bunch of stuff uh, that made it quicker is really slow and really laborious. I spent more time traveling around two interesting things in Tsushima than I did doing interesting things in Tsushima. Uh, the set piece missions are fantastic. Like the music, amazing. Like all the elements that make a game that I love are there, except I was really bored with their missions. I just thought they were boring. Um, the side quests were just slow. Like you couldn't skip anything if you wanted to. Um, it's very intentional in that. And I understand that. But they don't add anything to make it more interesting so that like the third time you do something, it it shifts uh like it changes your your view of how it is or like adds some some, some sort of interesting character piece. Especially for like the the sauna and the um haiku stuff. Like and then their gear system, like not great. Not the greatest gear system. It's pretty boring. But the fucking multiplayer is some of the best multiplayer I've ever played. Uh, it's so fun. And that's what I think about Tsushima. If you like Assassin's Creed games, then you'll love Tsushima. If you like, I don't know. If you if you like just taking a breather, then you'll love Tsushima. That is my opinion about this game. It's like Last of Us. Like... All the ingredients are there, but I could still be like, oh, there's the bottles. Like, it just follows this really boring, uninteresting in-between sequences. It's, it's just not great. All right, Matt. Tell everyone how much you love Ghost of Tsushima, and Ladies I'm going to go and get gentlemen, a soda. This month's podcast brought to you by Kenny Myers. Um, I don't even know really where to start. I, you know, it's funny. Like, we, we disagree on a lot of things quite frequently. In, in this particular case... It's it's literally mind-boggling to me uh, the your experience with with this game. It, it's it should be telling to me that the piece of, you're you're referencing that all these pieces in the game are there to make it a game you would enjoy, and then for some reason um, you don't, and that the reason I'm hearing is this tedium. But the the, the key things that you pointed out, specifically like this fast travel thing that you have an issue with, there are other recent games. Um, that have far worse fast travel mechanics in them than this game does that you love. Like a really easy one off the top of my head is God of War. The fast travel system in God of War is terrible. It's 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 terrible. Um, yet like Tsushima, it has plenty of other things in it that are all cooked up in the right way, and you just don't care about the fast travel system um, because everything else is so good in God of War. It's just you would never even look at that. So the fact that it even sticks out to you as something to to harp on is is crazy to me because it's not it's not anywhere near uh the element of importance in this game is everything else that you talked about is um it's fine like yes yeah, so you, you hinted on the exposition thing the exposition thing is part of how you get into the fast travel mechanics so there are fall there there are follows uh and exposition talking there are mostly follow missions it's not mostly follow the it's if you had to break up the side missions and the quests and the story driven stuff with the characters and then the main missions and then all of the hunting for items into sorry you know, i'm talking a, about a the bucket. side quests specifically yes they're, i know well if you go through and play missions. just the side quests all in a row i'm sure you'd notice that of all the side quests a third of them start with follows but as far as like how those mix into the entire 
map and all the things you'll do in this game, it's a very small piece of it. It's not, it's not overwhelmingly exposition and follow things. It's just common in a certain type of mission. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing that sticks out to me is that like, I really feel like, like you, you may have done yourself and now, uh, by extension, our podcast listeners, a huge disservice by not finishing the character driven story missions, which to me in this game, the closest game I would relate it to is mass effect, a game series that you and I both love and basically forged our friendship together that the level of, uh, character development and how they weave that through the story and the depths that you go to with these characters, also how difficult they are to figure out. I mean, a quick example is like, you've got this one person you meet, her name is Lady Masako. She is the, she has the most redemptive storyline to start. Her entire family was murdered. She's the only one left. You should love everything about her, except immediately she doesn't follow through on any of the promises or, or things that she says to you at all. She always goes back on her word. You can't trust anything that she says. She always says, yeah, let's go to this village. I just need to talk to this person. You're like, okay, but just whatever you do, don't kill them. And then you get to the village and she kills him. Um, you know, so she's like, you can't trust her at all. Whereas every other character, you're not quite sure how to deal with them yet. And you have to go through this figuring out phase and, um, you know, you have to determine whether or not you can trust them at all. And in the end, um, you've developed these really deep, uh, bonds and relationships with these characters from all different walks of life. And you established it in a totally different ways and they show up for you and, you know, they, they, they power your, your final missions and stuff. And it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I just, I can't even, I'm, I'm really trying to put myself in, in your shoes. And like th- the only thing that sticks out to me is just that, like, you must not, you, I just like, you must not enjoy just enjoying video games in that way. Like it's, you just, the haiku thing is their, their thing. If, if it's not your thing, then you can just like, it's like, um, when you don't like a certain aspect of a video game, it's just like, just ignore it. Just like put it off to the side. The fact that it makes you this 10%, makes you not only not like the game but it makes you confused as to why me or anyone else would like this game that's weird i'm not confused why you would like this game well i'm confused why you wouldn't i I mean that 10 percent is the gameplay and i thought the actual like mission design and gameplay was really bad and very generic like very generic uh like the mission design the farms think about the farms and the mongol bases and the mongol outposts you go along the way there's nothing really interesting about them first of all there Uh, is there is everyone you encounter, even though like the, the main, um, you know, like, let's say that the outward aesthetics, the outward facing aesthetics of how the bases might be set up, just like any video game, there's a level to it. You know, it's built in a certain way. So you have to go through it in a certain way. So it does have some, some elements there that you'll come in contact with, but it's always placed in to start a completely new geographic location. And the look and the feel of all these different places in the game is different and unique. And so like the first time you'll encounter these things, you're like, holy, holy crap everything's charred and there's embers everywhere. This has a different vibe than this snowy one or the watery one or the leaves falling everywhere. So like it's the, the tone gets set differently. And no, then when you get into I, it, wait, 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 wait. So you're talking about the environments that the bases are built on, which is a I'm, different thing. What I'm talking about is, is what happens the bases when you encounter a Mongol base. The bases themselves are boring as shit unless they're in a main mission. They're just, they're just generic fenced in things. They don't really offer they're just like a, an Assassin's Creed find mission. I mean, I'm not saying these missions are like, are something I don't do. Spider-Man had these kind of missions, right? You just yeah. go and you beat a bunch, bunch of guys at a base and then you're done. Uh, but Spider-Man's combat and the way that those areas were designed made them fun to play. These were not, in my opinion, 
really fun to play sneaking or or attacking this inch. Now, wait, I want to talk about the side characters. Hold so on, because I, no, really... I totally disagree. I totally disagree. <laughs> you, that that com that comparison you just made is exact is literally to a T exactly how I feel about these missions in Tsushima. When you start out, you start unlocking these game mechanics. It kind of starts with with stealth, and then you encounter different stances that change how you play with the fighting mechanics. Then you get new ghost weapons. All this stuff unlocks as you progress through the game. And along the way, in the first act, you're kind of like doing mostly stealth because that's the, the the branch of the the power tree that you've unlocked. Then you start messing with combat. Then you get standoffs. Then you get all these other things. And by the time you've encountered, oh, I don't know, six to eight of these things, and there's twenty five of them, I'm gonna guess in the game. Um, you start doing the same thing you do in Spider-Man, which is you come into a mission. And it's actually, bet there's there's more to it than there is in Spider-Man. You'll come to the front of a gate and you'll say, okay, I have three different options here. I can start arching. You know, like I can fire arrows and I can sort of draw attention. I can pull a standoff and try and draw people out of the base and kill a lot of them, but then like the fight's on. Or I can start with stealth. And the stealth mechanics are all interesting and super fun to play with. And you can do it however you want. And it's 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 fairly elaborate as far as how you want to construct how you play those bases i mean you would you would be the first to say that adding more complexity or layers doesn't necessarily make something good like no, spider-man's absolute, combat no, is absolutely. exceptional it, and yes, i would pick so it over this in its own way i would pick it over tsushima's combat in a like a thousand to one that's that's fine if you know if we if we were sitting here like debating the merits of those particular combat systems that'd be one thing i i find myself in this weird position where i feel like i'm trying to i'm defending like sub-level mechanics of a game that are shared across any game we've ever talked about that you've never had any problem with for any reason um and they're you know and then we could argue about which ones are technically better or worse between this game and another but but we're not i feel like i have to defend these like the 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 good or bad or merits of the individual mechanics when we shouldn't even be talking about that because everything else about the game is so fucking good that these things don't even matter like they shouldn't even they, they don't even register on the on the list of like things to even be concerned about they do matter because they're a part of getting to the next pieces that are good like you have to gain levels to get good in this game like you have to do that and you have to do these side things they do matter and they mattered in other games too we've talked about them briefly what i'm saying is this time it just didn't like equate for me now there could be many reasons for that maybe even external to uh the game but i did start this game back when i got the ps5 first off played it and got bored uh and then i started up again was less bored until i got bored again it's it's just very slow moving and it takes forever to get anywhere. Taking forever to get anywhere is really problematic. Like we can talk about previous games before, but like in Horizon, you could you could do some things to get somewhere. In in Tsushima, there's just like there's not a lot. Like intentionally, and I get that, but like they very much built this beautiful open world to like just be a part of. Uh, like you're riding your horse through gorgeous feudal Japan. And that was fine for me in the beginning. And I loved it. But by the end, I'm like, this is beautiful, but I just really want to fucking get to this mission or go see this person. But I have to ride halfway across the Island, which is like 1.6 kilometers. And it takes 10 fucking minutes. Like you just never just have am- to do that though. Is what's funny. Like you're never more than 200 meters away from whatever it is that you need to do ever. That's like, not literally true ever. at all. 
It is. It absolutely is. Well, let's is. talk about the first mission, like the first set of missions you get. So you have Lady Masako, and then you have the Sensei, the arrow guy. They're mostly on the northern part of the map. But to actually continue the game, the Straw Hats and uh, your partner, whose name I forget, they're at the bottom of the map, which is not mm-hmm. 200 kilometers away. It's no, much not. further away. Yeah, and there's tons of stuff in between where you're at right now generic and whichever direction you're going to go into. There's just like a bunch of generic Mongol bases. And then later, there's farms you get to free. So that's cool, which are just... I, I will say that they the, the mechanic they added that made those kind of generic things interesting for me uh, was when they had people... When you were rescuing villagers and you they had like soldiers going to kill them. So you were forced into stealth which I really appreciated. That was the first time I was like, okay, they've made something that has stakes here. I was playing on hard. I went through, like, I could just I could just go through, mow through a camp. I tried all the stealth stuff. I found the weapon switching, especially the hand stuff, incredibly obnoxious. Like, switching to the different, like, L1, R2, and then you have to switch to hand, and then you get to pick your hand weapon. It was way more complex than something like Mass Effect, and that was obnoxious. The stances I didn't mind, because uh, they were uh, just like Neo, which I like. Um, Like, you just pick a stance. Uh, And I did like the strategy of that, although I did have trouble with the PS5 controller, like, selecting them sometimes. It would just kind of miss... um, it was just like, I've just played this game a thousand times in this kind of setup, and I just wasn't really interested in it right now. And I and it, the pace at which it went made it like a lot less interesting for me. The pace to do things in it like was was obnoxious to the point that I didn't finish. I'm I love finishing Psyquest, and I really like the characters, but I had to beat this game for the podcast, and I, I like. I hated every minute of it. Like, this is probably how you felt during Super Paper Mario, like the Paper Mario game. Like, I felt like everything was so slow that it was like going through, like, I, I just did not like it. I, I, It's such a beautiful game, and, and I can see why you love it. It just does not, it's not fun for me to play. I, like, the stealth mechanics I've seen before, they're pretty similar to, like, all these Assassin's Creed's, which you haven't played, the modern ones. Uh, but the combat and the stealth is is really close to that. Um, Assassin's Creed is a little jankier because it's still using the Assassin's Creed engine, but it's it's kind of the same. Now, the bullshit missions in Assassin's Creed are still, by volume, uh, significantly more. Uh, but the character work is st- is still there. Is like in the more modern ones, is st- a bit more interesting, and the stories are interesting. It's it's like since you didn't play those those games, or or like I don't know if you tried those games, uh, some uh, of them I can't remember which one I stopped playing them on, like Odyssey or uh, yeah Origins. I haven't played I haven't played either of those. I don't think. Yeah, I think like, like Black Flag or something right around there. Was yeah, the last so that time. was that was four. That was a long time ago. The new ones are like very RPG. They they almost are like similar in design to this game, and so I've played that game before, and you not having played that game before like puts you in an interesting point where this might seem fresh or or new to you, but this did not come across new or fresh to me in terms of mission design. It came across as annoying and slow, uh, but yeah, it I looks don't think it's like, like, 
I just don't think it's a that, that criticism to levy at is also like, yeah, we've also played God of War and we've also played Horizon. We've also played plenty, plenty but of But God games. of War's combat system was wonderful and the places that you went to in God of War were all pretty interesting. Like they yeah. they just like, even like just like Horizon and just like Tsushima. Even the side missions. Uh well, Horizon didn't have all interesting side missions. Uh but and you it didn't have fight- all interesting combat. Uh, well, you have to dis- dismantle robots. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think Tsushima's combat like I thought it was enjoyable. I don't know. Like the more I think about it, the more I just got really bored with the combat too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this it's very rare that I'm at a loss for words, and it's also like I just I'm trying to think back of it's got to be, you know, obviously the the reference here is it's got to be Bioshock because the last time I've been this surprised by the the gap between us, but like I just can't even. It's if, you know, there was something like with Paper Mario, it's, I, it's a very specific criticism. It's the tutorial thing. It's, you can't argue against it. It's there. It's prevalent throughout. If you don't want to do tutorials, fine. So like if the thing for you was like, if you, what you were saying is like, look, I don't want to be, I don't want to have a really slow moving cinematic story in front of me that I have to sort of go through at a slightly slower pace than other video games. Cause like, I'm just not patient enough to do that that would make sense to me but i don't hear you saying that first off i I don't hear you saying that no it's not about patience it's about the joy of going from place to place was not interesting to me in this game like the travel in this game is slow and boring it's why i didn't like breath of the wild dude this is this is literally nothing like like breath of the the wild is gorgeous yeah but like so huge and the 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 gap between places is and and there's no direction to it like there's no directionality this is entirely this is so different i don't feel that way like yeah there might be a like mongol base on the river in between where you're going but it takes forever it takes too long it takes and i don't think that mongol base on the river that just looks the same as every other base in the thing like it doesn't it's not great I, i just don't enjoy it it doesn't take a minute. It takes a lot longer. I time some of it. Maybe and I got two. five minutes to some missions sometimes on a sure. horse doing nothing. Sure. All right. I'm going to like, uh, I'm going to rate it in here. And I've been looking at my notes here, trying to figure out stuff I wanted to try not to like. The, you know, the, the things I kind of wanted to cover to try and be, I, I thought I was going to have to be a, like, to bring some unbiased, you know, feedback to the conversation here but instead it seems like i need to bring very biased feedback but for for the sake of the you know making it interesting like i I certainly didn't feel like this game was perfect by any stretch of the imagination um i didn't i didn't use a lot of the distraction it it suffered from that same thing that a lot of games with uh, lots of things to do in different ways uh, and creative ways to do the own combat suffer from in my opinion where like there's these distraction weapons uh, that you can use with stealth but the stealth is um to what Kenny was alluding to, it's once you get the, the hand of, handle of it, it's pretty straightforward and it's pretty simple to use it and you can use it pretty effectively. So I didn't find myself ever in too much trouble from the stealthing mechanics that I ever needed to rely on some of the distraction weapons and really rarely used them. The thing I thought was most problematic with this game was that it has this notion of like a kit or like a loadout for your gear system. And there's no penalty to switching between the the outfits and in fact there's there's buffs and things that you get by wearing different things and so at first you're like oh that's really cool i can change my outfit at any time like literally i'm walking up to destroy an enemy and if i want to pause and switch outfits right now i can do that mid fight 
And you think that's cool at first, but it ends up not being that cool uh, because the benefits you'll get from these different things, you'll find yourself a lot riding around, or if you're Kenny, uh, complaining about riding around. But if you're not Kenny, you'll find yourself riding around on your horse with your traveler's attire on so that you can get you know bigger map uh, reveals. And then if you do anything else, you have to quickly switch your attires. And I was switching between three or four outfits on a pretty frequent basis. And that got really irritating from time to time. Um, and there was also this notion of like, every time you changed your uh, attire, the, the timing of the game didn't stop. Like the, the engine for determining the weather and the lighting and all that just kind of seemed like it kept going in the background. So you would pause, switch your gear really quick, unpause. And then sometimes it'd be like completely different weather and completely different lighting. And I was like, Whoa, that was weird. That really, really weird. And then, uh, I had some camera issues. There were some camera issues from time to time where I got stuck in some places where I shouldn't be that was you know problematic which is why i didn't select it for my game of the year because our game of the year which we talked about in a previous game of the year podcast for our patrons was perfect and this one wasn't but other than that like you know all the stuff that that kenny is complaining about are things that i thought were um what made this game what separate this game from games of similar ilk and same formula you know because it really does commit to its art style, it commits to its direction of the characters. It creates, it commits to the story and what you can and cannot do within, um, you know, certain constraints that you have as the character. Um, and it forces you to to fight in certain ways, and it forces you to uh, experience the story in certain ways. And it does have a pace to it. I can't argue with with you there in that particular sense. It has a pace, and that pace is absolutely slower than other games, but not not dramatically like not to the point where like i expected this level of disappointment with the pacing like i felt like the pacing of getting from place to place was absolutely within reason to other you know games that we've we've experienced and the formalities of missions being the same again something we've absolutely experienced in other games and this has its own unique take on it and i thought it was really awesome it's it's very close to being my favorite game of the year but yeah it definitely wouldn't even make the top 10 of yeah, it's absolutely insane the last to me. month and i haven't played 10 games this last month yeah i mean i i thought you were crazy for a long time but i literally think that this is i can't even i don't even know what to say i'm i'm almost speechless yeah i, I we ha- we obviously you know one of the things that you're structuring it around is that we played game like this before yeah. uh but but that's not what makes those games interesting like how the systems are designed and interact is what makes the game what it is. Like you can't just say you've played open world games with the, like, like similar mechanics because the mechanics are not the same and how it played felt really slow and laborious to me versus other games that whatever it was did not feel slow and laborious to me because I was enjoying it so much. Like, Right. That, like, so God that's of the War. Sub, that's, the ex- that's the subjective part of, yeah, but God of War, like, you had the stories in between while you're moving in places, you know? You did. Like, but you still had control. You didn't have to get stories by following someone. Like, you lose control a lot in this game. They take control away from you. And I'm okay with that in a lot of games, but in this game, like, there was no, I couldn't, you can't even skip things. Uh, or at least I didn't discover a way to skip. Like, by the seventh haiku where you get a headband, I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, let me skip it. I'll take my headband and I just pick three, one, two, three, reflect you on. You don't have to do the haiku if you don't want to. Reflect on magic. 
look, look. No, I, my, I stopped. My criticism. I stopped. I stopped doing the haikus. I stopped doing the stuff. You should have done. I didn't want to do. You should have doing the story missions. I uh, I stopped doing the stuff I wanted to do, and yeah, but that's not how I play these games, and that's unfair because I've played other games like this and gone bonkers with it and loved it. Like Spider Man's backpack criticism. pickups are stupid. Like, but, yeah, but, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, my the the sub the sub thing that's difficult for me is that like the and part of the reason I'm bringing up the comparison to God of War is because God of War has its own things that make it imperfect, uh, and we've talked about those when we podcast about it, and it formulaically is very similar to this game in lots of capacities. It's open world. Um, it's got you know a combat system that is not um, a typical combat system. It has its own like complexities that you have to learn. System. It has the lock on, you know, which this doesn't. So you know, you don't miss that. But um, but you know, have a the things the things that make it unique are like it's at, like it's epic scale. You don't really you've never really played anything else like that. Uh, the lore behind it in God of War was one of its you know powering things that got you through. Um, but some of its faults are, for example, like if you want to talk about fast travel, the number of fast travel points when they unlock in the game, which is very late on into the game that they unlock in God of War, how you get between them. And then your whole um, criticism on the follow and expose, there's an entire piece of the middle linking aspect of the world in God of War where you're on a boat. And yeah, you can control that boat. You can turn it left or right or in any direction. But the distance you have to cover between some of those islands and points of docking and the amount of speech you have to listen to in the game that's happening while you're on this boat. Yeah, that- but 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 the difference is you you can stop the boat at interesting places along the way. There's not a lot of interesting places along the way. That's what I'm saying. Like the the design of the little areas, they even in the generic areas of God of War were more interesting to play around with and puzzle solve than anything in Tsushima, in my opinion. Uh like that were side questy missions. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I understand why you're just making the any open world game comparison. Uh, but I just didn't feel that way about this game. I don't enjoy the personal attacks calling me an insane person. I haven't said like, you're a subpar human being because you like this game, Matt. But I will say that I just do not like, I, I don't, I just was bored with this game and how they designed their world. For the record, I never said you were insane. I don't think you're insane. I just have, I'm having a part, like a difficult time understanding where the particular, I, I'm trying to find out what the nugget is. You did is. say, I've always thought you were crazy or insane yes. or something like that. I've always thought you were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That's true. That's a separate, that is a, podcast. that is a personal attack. Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what was so different about the aesthetics or the the story behind or the actual it's just mechanics. The feel of, of the... playing the game and going places. I just didn't enjoy it. It was laborious for me. That's the best word. It felt tiring to me. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could. I wish I knew. I wish I knew what that thing was. I, I it would help me relate. <laughs> you don't have to relate i'm just telling you like going from place to place was obnoxious to me it took too long like for me and what was built what was built around going from place to place wasn't as compelling to me as other things in other games where i had to go from place to place like it just didn't click in that regard it's like very it's uh, it's a review it's subjective like i i can just not like something it, it doesn't have to like be science-based you know, yeah, no, like, no, yeah. I just, like, I you're, just, you're, I want to be able to understand the why. I, you, 
felt this like the last of us i felt the same way like uh, and i kind of articulated that and you didn't understand it whatsoever until the last of us two where i was proven right uh so i expect with ghost of tsushima Tsushima 2 just like red dead redemption 2 you're just gonna just be like oh this is so laborious getting and i'm gonna be like that's right that's right uh, well, we didn't get to talk about the wind, uh, but the wind. Or cool how much we love playing the multiplayer, which is phenomenal. Multiplayer is cool, but the wind is cool. I hate them. Um, I think it's so awesome. Except you lose track of the wind, and then you're just pressing the fucking slide up button constantly. It's obnoxious. Here's, here's the thing: those if you foxes, are... oh my god, foxes! That's literally just follow a fox everywhere. It's Ugh, really cool. The There's birds. this thing. There's this thing that happens where when you're when you're when you're playing the game and you're paying attention to what you're doing cuz like you're looking around at everything, you know, and you're like, "Oh man, this environment is awesome." Like it's beautiful. this is beautiful. I'm just having Gorgeous. the time of my life. I could ride yeah. around on this horse forever if I needed to. I don't have to cuz it's really only a minute or two between the the objectives, but I'm going to enjoy not. that minute. Oh, look, He's I reached lying. down, I like touched the grass. Oh man, yeah. Even your character in the game is enjoying this more than Kenny. Um and so like you'll be experiencing that. And you don't lose track of the wind because you're yeah, well, in jokes it. on him. I killed it. his fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> jokes <laughs> on him. I stabbed his, his stepdad in the heart. So fuck him. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, we could probably podcast about this game for another 20 For like minutes, three hours. We, of you just probably... being like, I don't understand. I mean, being like, it's slow to get to place. You're like, no, it's not. And then I'm like, to me, it is. I mean, we've never finished a podcast, and then I've I've been I've felt encouraged to get done with the podcast, start up the game, and literally time the distance between different places and compare that to other games that we've played, so that I could scientifically, to your word, uh, destroy your criticism of the game. But I just I'm not going to do that. But I do feel compelled to try it. I wouldn't. I'm not going to. Um, okay. Well, that was a podcast. Well, I guess we definitely need an end at this point. Thanks for listening to me rant for 40 minutes. That was a podcast about a game. Um, and I would really like to know um, what everyone other than Kenny thinks about it. <laughs> do you just want people to tell you they love it like you do? Is that all you're no, looking for? No, the, the thing is. That's it's what like, it sounds like, Matt. I the the part I'm having a hard time with is like, because I want to be able to understand the criticism so that I can hear the criticism and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the fact that I can't make sense of it makes me like, I don't get, like, I don't get what <laughs> I, I feel like it. it makes perfect sense. Uh, so play this game. Let us know what you think. Um, I mean, if you're bored, yeah, play this game and then, Oh, join our discord community. Yeah. Then join we can talk discord about this become, in there. Become a patron, join our discord community. We'll talk about the fluidity of the combat with our other patrons. Yeah. And then we'll talk about really good combat, like in certain types of games. And certain types won't be mentioned on this podcast. Yeah, so it's not to irritate get into other it. patrons. Well, first, Matt and I have to repair our friendship, but after that's done, after that's well, done, we'll talk about combat. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for listening. I've been your host this month, Matthew Anderson, and with me as I've always, been the dominant voice over this whole podcast. I've been a very, into. very bad host. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kenny Myers, and uh, we'll talk to you next month. We will. Maybe. Yeah, if we're, uh, if we're still friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>